Hey, Freshwater. Good morning to you all. My name's Scott Brooks. Uh, I'm on staff with Freshwater if you're a guest and, and just kind of jumping in. We're glad you're here. Uh, we've got a great morning for you. We got uh, just a time of worship here and a cool story of what God's been doing just in the life of our church and obviously taking a few moments uh, to look at his word. Also got some great news at this point. The Indians are undefeated uh, for the start of the baseball season. So just uh, let you know that. Anyway, we're going to have a great time connecting with Jesus. Grab your coffee, grab your muffin. It's so different, right? This is church online. You can do that. So, um, but we really trust that over these next few moments, we all can connect with Christ, worship with him, and uh, praise his name. So join us as, as we come into his presence. Hey, good morning, Freshwater. Well, another week and another change uh, for us in our lives. With the governor's order this past week, um, we are now broadcasting and recording from our home. And uh, it'll be the same. A lot of our band members have done the same thing. They've recorded from their homes. And we've put this together so that um, you can worship with us. Um, they just wanted to serve you in that way. And as we get started this morning, I wanted to share from Psalm 34. Um, this has been a time of heightened fear. Um, this has been a time of heightened uh, worry and anxiety for a lot of us. And um, Psalm 34 uh, is just a reconnection to the Lord um, and his goodness. And it says this, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord, and let the humble hear and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And hear this, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song. Of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone, and I'm no longer a slave to fear, cause I am a child of God, and I'm no I am a child of 
Hey Freshwater, we are with Joe and Janet Grasso and uh, we just wanted to tell a story of something that God's been doing here over the last several months and you've been a part of it, some of you, and we want to let the whole church family know about this. So this is Joe and Janet, everybody say hi to them. Great, and uh, why don't you guys tell us your story, You're, you've partnered up with Samaritan's Purse and uh, let the people know what Samaritan's Purse is first, kind of give them a picture of that and then we'll just kind of talk about what God's doing. Well, I think um, most of us at Freshwater are familiar with Operation Christmas Child. We've been filling those Christmas boxes for a few years. That is one of the projects of Samaritan's Purse. Uh, it started back in 1970 with Franklin Graham, and really it is to just be the, the hands and feet of Jesus bringing the gospel message of hope to a hurting world. And you guys have been, I mean, you've been involved with that for a long time, the shoe boxes, right? 22 years. 22 yeah. years. Yeah. So you've been brushing shoulders and really into Samaritan's Purse for a while, but one of their ministries is this whole thing that you guys are now in, which is, what is that? Uh, the Children's Heart Project, and this has been going on for a little over 20 years. And they bring, what Samaritan's Purse does is they will bring children from areas of the world that do not have the technology, the medical technology, uh, to... America, U.S., <laughs> Sorry. cities okay. around, oh, that's fine. Yeah, cities around the world. So we, they're working with five different countries right now. Um, Mongolia is one of them. That's the where our children are from. But uh, these children have been diagnosed with congenitive heart defects. So obviously in Mongolia, they do not have the medical technology to be able to do the surgeries. So once the children are identified, then Samaritan's Purse will bring them to the States and have them hosted by um, a Christian family. So we are really blessed. We have some fantastic hospitals in our area. Yeah. So Number two you know, hospital in the world. Number two hospital, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I was saying, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, and I said, hey, you know, we got the Browns fans, we've got the Tribe fans, but really, our, our source of pride for Cleveland has got to be the hospital. So. so so you guys, and she says sorry, so you just going to have to bear with us, because doing <laughs> video stuff is not easy to do. So give them grace here. We're going to work through this. Um, so you guys, since God's call to, to, to start considering this, and you start doing the process, and mm -hmm. you get... You end up saying yes to this, and talk to us about the two little ones that are now in your home. They are the most precious little babies. They are so sweet. Uh, we have Angie. Uh, she's our little girl. She turned one in January, and we have Bida, our, our little boy. He uh, just turned one a couple weeks ago. He got to celebrate his first birthday with us two days after he got here. I mean, they're tiny, so they're I mean, tiny. They're, they're, they're they little are. ones, right? They are, they, and they both have heart defects. They do. They were both diagnosed uh, with heart defects within a couple weeks of birth. So, so when they came, you were committed to caring for them, housing them for how long? About five weeks. Five weeks. So that so, means meals at home, yep. lodging, transportation, transportation. Yes, like. All of this. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you sign up for is we'll take care of the financial part of this, housing them, feeding them, all that stuff, right? Right. That's a lot. So, well, and, and that's our first God story that really came into this because, you know, we kind of took this leap of faith 
and we thought, okay, you know, we can do this. We have, we'll get a baby and mom and a translator come live with us. Just before Christmas, we got a call from Samaritan's Purse uh, that they said, well, we've got two babies coming. And that means two moms and the translator. And the first thought that runs through our mind was, we don't, oh, we don't have any passenger car. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do? You don't have a big enough vehicle for yeah. that, right? So, and I, so I just, oh, go Janet ahead. went online. She found a Christian organization down in Dover, Ohio, uh, called Northeast Ohio Fans. Um, she sent them an email through a couple conversations they agreed to um, get us a van. And they went to their church. And they got someone at their church to pay for the van. For five weeks. For five weeks. For five weeks. So, yeah, it was, that, that so was just like, amazing. At that point, you're like, all right, God's in this. <laughs> We're doing it. I remember Andrew, the, the owner, calling and asking, hey, is a 12-passenger van going to be okay? It's like, yeah, how much is that going to cost? And he's like, well, I'll call you back in a few days. And he said, no, he goes, it's covered. So we have this five pa or 12-passenger van for five weeks. Yeah. And that's really when it started, because as people learned about this, uh, diapers started showing up at our door and uh, gift cards to grocery stores. Uh, people from Mongolia, their primary diet is meat and dairy. So a lot of beef. We've been going through a lot um, of ground beef. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, when people heard about this, we just realized we're not in this alone. God's yeah. doing this. And so many people have asked, you know, how we're doing this. And I'm like, I'm just along for the ride. God's got this. So, so you've had your surgery wise. Where are you guys with, with, this, with both of the kids? Um, Angie had her surgery two weeks ago. No, about 10 days ago. And, um, she's doing, she's doing great. Uh, we just had her follow up this morning and all is going really well. And that was another amazing story because, they went in for their pre-surgical checkups, and her platelet count was too low for surgery. It was, like, at 73. And I have a Facebook group of our prayer warriors and our support team and sent out a prayer request. 48 hours later, she had replete blood work done, and her platelets were over 200, and surgery was Shot a go. Right yeah. Um, so and she's she's gone through the critical like those mm -hmm. first days and she's looking good. She's Let's looking really good. Going the right way. And none of this has been lost on mom. Uh, uh, mom comes from no religious background, and she has seen what God's been doing. And the other night at, at dinner, our translator said, "We we want to share some happy news," and Angie's mom has. You know I was going to lose it. Right? She has seen everything that God has done to bring her daughter here, the care. And so she has given her life to Christ. Wow. So, and she's so excited. She can't wait to get home. And said she just really wants to be able to study the Bible with her husband when she gets home. Wow. So, oh, I thought I was going to make it through without it. <laughs> Oh, no, because this is it, right? I mean, that's that's part of it, is they see Christ in the middle of all of it, right? It's it's amazing. So, um, yeah, so now we're waiting. Um, Vita had a bit of a cold when he had his pre-surgical checkup. Uh, so his surgery had been postponed, but he also was seen this morning at, at 
Cleveland Clinic, and you'll be going in for surgery at 6 a.m. on Thursday morning. On Thursday. So this so, is, we're talking Tuesday right now, so that, I mean Monday right now, mm -hmm. so that's Thursday this week. Um, mm -hmm. This is Monday the 24th, I think. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Losing the days. So I don't know what day is it, the 23rd? 23rd. Um, so, so that's great. And then you throw in, surprise, hey, the world's <laughs> shutting down with coronavirus. And so you get a call from Samaritan's Purse saying, hey, they may not be come going home like we thought. Yeah. So where are you guys right now? They Just the news kind of they've shared and what you're looking at. Um, we're still talking to them because there are some groups that, Right now, there are nine groups in the states uh, having surgery, not all in this area, but throughout the United States. And so we're all kind of all in the same boat. But it looks like they may be able to get home the end of April, which really would be on target because they want the kids to be in the states for four weeks post-surgery. Okay. So we're looking at the end of April anyway. But this is extended beyond what you guys thought. Even that. Yeah, yeah I mean, because we, we knew we were going to get the extra two weeks once Bida surgery was yeah. postponed. And again, you know, word gets out and people respond and God's moving. So yeah, many people so, respond. Yeah, we so, sent out an email last week and just talk about the response you got even this last weekend. Well, we talked to the van company and asked, can we extend by two weeks? And so he sent us the invoice where he had given us a 50% discount. And like the next day, we opened up the mail and there was a check from somebody from Freshwater. Fans covered. So, you know, God is good. Um, a couple we got a couple gas cards, so gas is covered for the van. Yeah, and put out a request. We, uh, we need more diapers, and diapers are just showing up at the door. Um, <laughs> And the volunteers, like, people have volunteered. We we had one night, Vita had to get into the emergency room. And part of Samaritan's first rule is men would not be alone with the women, yeah. obviously. And within five minutes, you know, I put out a couple, I just sent out a text, I have a group text, and within five minutes, um, Pam Miller was at our door. She's like, I'll go with Joe, you stay here with the rest of the group. Uh, people have come to the hospital with us and just been there when we need support. Um, I, I've had to run out for different things, and we've had so many people just come to our door and say, yeah, we'll stay here with the group so you guys can do what you need to do if you need to get to the grocery store. But again, coronavirus has kind of brought a lot to a screeching halt, and we've had people lined up to come in and enjoy meals with us and... We can't do that right now, um, but still people are showing up saying, oh, you know, we'll bring you dinner. We'll just drop it at your door. So, yeah, we're just so thankful because we had no idea when we started this that we were going to get <laughs> nope. such a response. We thought, we could yeah. host. How hard could that be? We had no idea yeah, that yeah. It, we couldn't do it. We can't do it alone. We yeah. just can't, and it's it's all been God moving, so...